Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast. It's episode 104 and what a week it has been for Hartwood Lothian Football Club. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those episodes where one of us, that way, is a lot angrier than the other one. And I'm going to introduce him now before he already explodes. I, as ever, I'm Daniel McIver, joined by the wonderfully happy, upbeat and positive Adam Kennedy. Adam, how are you doing? You sound like my parents when they take the piss out of me. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, great. You really sound it. Uh, um, just overjoyed with how well we're performing on the park <laughs> and how big mugs we are taking off it. Um, how are you? I'm doing quite well. I just bought some new books. Um, I'm getting my hair cut soon. So... Everyone's going great for me. Why, why don't we just talk about the books and your haircut for the same time? Yeah, let's, I got Billy Connolly's autobiography. Oh, nice. Windswept and interesting. I'm and not James all that keen on Billy Connolly, but... Oh, James You're not A. keen on... Right, wait, hold on. Fuck everything that we're going to speak yeah. about in this. Billy yeah. Connolly, in your eyes, is overrated. Yeah. I've just got to be honest. I've, I've just got to be honest and come out and say stuff that I really want to say. I've been reining in for far too long. Uh, so there's there's a start. Overrated. Right. No wonder he talks shit about football when he has shite comedy <laughs> opinions like that. However, we're going to hear what other shite he has to say as we've got two games to talk about. Neither of them were wins. Disappointing. Shock horror. Yeah, exactly. What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. The first one was against a slightly grander level of opposition. I hope Kilmarnock fans don't take offence <laughs> to that. Apologies for that big statement. But... The titans of Italian football, Fiorentina, travelled to Gorgi last Thursday in the Europa Conference League, our second home game in said tournament. Fiorentina were coming in off this, and for them, poor run of form, we also weren't in the best ourselves. So there was a lot of discourse around this in terms of, oh, are they there for the taking? Who knows? They're obviously going to be next Along came Hearts, as they do. <laughs> Good old Hearts. Well, along came Hearts in perhaps a surprising way because initially the alarm bells start to sound when the team comes out <laughs> is, that, is that not just any match day that Hart and Midlothian ever have like regardless of opposition That's there's always something to moan at before we've even kicked the ball yes so. yes very true because Robbie Nielsen changed shape and personnel from the uh, 4-0 loss to Rangers in the league at the weekend past as he changed the system back to a 3 slash 5, whatever way you want to look at it, as he went Gordon and goals, Halliday and Smith as wing-backs, Nielsen, Kingsley and Cochrane as three centre-halves, a midfield two of Keogh and Grant, and then a three of Mackay, Ginelli and Shankland. Now, the obvious thing from this was that the player that was universally agreed to be the best player against Rangers, Stephen Humphreys, was dropped, and... The man who there was a lot of debate within Scottish football after the Rangers game, after his red card, Cami Devlin. I don't think there was a lot of debate. I think there was a lot of there was a lot of discourse around him, animosity perhaps, yes, or overreaction, or just a general negative view on young Cami Devlin. That's a better way of putting it. He was also dropped. Now. I when I saw the team, I I immediately messaged you going, "What are we doing, dropping Devlin?" Don't but 
How did you feel in your initial reaction when you saw the team come out? You said it there, McIver. Like, Robbie Nielsen talks about rotation constantly, all the time. All the time, we're told, doesn't appear as though we have the squad to combat playing on a Thursday as well as playing on a Sunday. Cammy Devlin was suspended for the weekend's fixture against Kilmarnock, therefore unable to play. Cammy Devlin has been, arguably, probably, our best player in European competition this season, particularly at Tynecastle, in my opinion. So, we're going to rest him, or put him on the bench, to make a point about his deserved sending off, but like bring him on with, what, 20 minutes to go? Despite the fact that he can't play at the weekend, and will probably, most likely, be back in for the Fiorentina away leg. Do you think that's what it was? Do you think it was Well, it has to be, because now, now Robbie seems to have some sort of, I don't know, some sort of unwritten rule whereby if you're sent off, you're automatically punished for the next game because that's wholeheartedly unacceptable. In some instances, I don't blame the players for making the challenges that they make. That was certainly the case at Parkhead with Cochrane and Civic. Lewis Nielsen's is a bit more daft. Cammy Devlin's was daft. But to instantly bench somebody, I, just, I, I could not believe that Devlin didn't start that game. Could not believe it. It makes literally no sense. Especially when you're be- playing against a team whose main, whose main strength, regardless of their domestic woes and European woes, is that they will have a lot of the ball and possession and Devlin is our best. Exactly. Devlin's our best current midfielder generally, but he's also the reason he's so good is because his biggest strength is also breaking up possession. You can say what you like about Cammy Devlin with regards to his positioning. But there is one thing for certain, in this, and that is that he will absolutely run himself into the ground. Why Why would you give quality players time on the ball at Tynecastle? Why, why do that? You're just asking to be punished. I noticed the manager come out and saying, oh, I'd rather us be proactive than reactive. So then something, there's been some form of communication that isn't right. Either he's not informing us as to what's going on, or the squad aren't taking his instructions on board and doing what the gaffer tells them. It ha- There has to be some sort of breakdown there. Otherwise, I don't know what's going on. Well, the clearly the decision was to play a system that was based within surrendering possession to a better side and hoping to then, when we translate into that, we pick up the ball... In transition, we then counter, which is why I I saw some people um, were surprised that Janelli started. I thought Janelli was going to be the first name on the team sheet because I assumed Pace that was the, the way we were going to play. Yeah, yeah. now it didn't get. work. <laughs> like it didn't work at all. No, but when you've got like George Grant isn't a ball winner in the middle of the park. No. If he'd have set up with both Kiermaier, Glue and Devlin, I could fully understand it. And then mm-hmm. both aren't probably going to give you the licence to get forward. If anything, I don't think... I think you'd probably then be having four players that get forward. Michael Smith didn't have the legs for it. Andy Halliday has an eye for goal upon occasion, so will most likely roam from the left wing back spot. And then you've got Shankland, Janelli, uh, and obviously Mackay. But... But just... I, I could not believe that he did not start. And then he brings him off. Or sorry, he brings him on with 
20 minutes to go or whatever it was. He brought, he brought him on with 40 minutes to go. Did he? Yeah, it was immediately I after the Nielsen. About 70 minutes or no. maybe an, an hour. Him and Humphreys both came on the 50th minute. Why not make the change at half time? Why, I think it was because of the Nielsen red card. Was that as early as that? The Nielsen red card came three minutes into the second half. I've got my timings off. I do apologise. <laughs> it's, it's obviously I've obviously started drinking for going to Florence already. <laughs> um, I, well, I, 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 genuinely, mate, I've never felt so uninspired by a game in my entire life. I thought Fiorentina looked good, but we've made them look far better than I believe they are. And I cannot wait for them, having just been beaten off Lazio last night as we record, 4-0 at home, for Hart Midlothian to rock up and give them just the perfect remedy to bounce back into some sort of form. It's, it's a real laugh. Well, the game immediately started as badly as it possibly could have, as within three minutes, Fiorentina score with their first chance. They work it out to the left through Jovic, and then it gets played out to the right-hand side. The ball's crossed in. And this will very much be a theme this episode, as it has been a theme for Hearts since the first leg against Zurich, when yeah, Craig Halkett pulled off, up. Yeah. We can't win headers in a no. box as um, Mandragora wins a free header, puts him 1-0 up, Stephen Kingsley turns and goes absolutely ballistic at Lewis Nielsen who, when you I, watch it back, is so I, flat-footed. I don't think it... I think it's partly at Lewis Nielsen and partly at George Grant for not tracking the runner. Grant doesn't track the runner. That's the first thing. But Lewis Nielsen is completely flat-footed. Completely flat-footed. Gordon then also doesn't move at all. I'm not saying you should come and claim for it. That's not what I'm saying, because it is into the defensive area. He just area. looks stranded, doesn't he? Yeah, it's... It's when the actual header comes towards him, he doesn't seem to move at all. And it is just the worst possible start. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Did anybody expect any different? The only surprise for me was that after maybe a minute, 90 seconds, we looked like scoring, till the linesman put his flag up. Other than that, that was about it. I don't know why anybody expected... Anything other than that. I definitely I'm, I am going to be I got this one exact rabbit bastard in this episode, I tell you. Because it just... It, I'm so riled up. I'm so angry. So annoyed. I'm a lot more, like... Not optimistic, but I'm a lot more... I said this last week. I was like... I think I said, literally, we'll get beat 3-0. And I was just like, yep, yeah, this is what's happening. So, I'm just... I expected it immediately. As I sat down, I was like, we're going to get battered here. I oh, I'm going to say something that will go down really, really oh, poorly God. and everybody will take it the wrong way. But there's ways to get beat. That's that's not that's not one of them. If if they genuinely, if everybody gave 100% and they outplayed us, you know what, sometimes sometimes you, you lose to the better team. And Fiorentina are by far a better team than us. Makaiva, come on. We were that I think it deep. Was tactically. We, were, we were that deep. Yeah, Some of the boys were raging that they'd left their snorkels and their goggles in the house. That's not an issue with trying or want to win. That's an issue tactically. Right. That's not so, being out so, for. So, so hold on That's a second. Not so, that. so who does that come from then? Well, what that comes from is, a, as I said 
immediately it was like we've set up for this wrong this is set up not necessarily wrong the tactic of allowing them that much time without Devlin is criminal because I think I think if Devlin started if Devlin started and the rest of the team played the exact same way I think it would have been a lot better because yes there's an aspect of Devlin's good at pressing but you need others to press but what Devlin would do is Amrabat for them sat in the hole and all he did was it just kept getting fed into him and he would then play it left or right or allow it to come through the middle. He had the pipe De- and slippers on, my God. Devlin would be sitting on him. So it doesn't matter. It's almost irrelevant if the rest of the team had pressed because as long as Devlin had pressed him, it would have required him to make passes quicker. And as a result, that allows players like Gino. It wouldn't allow Mackay because it's a big game. So he's, there's no point oh in ever playing God. him. Don't even get me started on him. I, uh, like, the, what's the, weekend, the point? The weekend. The weekend's even worse. But carry on. The weekend is even worse. But yeah, I, I I know what you mean by ways to lose. I think though that's it's. I think it's harsh to say it when we're it, there's such a disparity between the teams. If it's like, for example, if we'll get to it at the very end of the show. But if a certain someone hadn't equalised, I think that's a better example of that. Going there's ways to lose where it's like if you get. If you really try, it's like, okay, well, listen, that's the, fair. The Zurich defeat at Tynecastle was a sucker punch because we mm-hmm. ultimately peppered them that first half. Don't take your chances. Obviously, go down to 10 men. That's just. I, that's I'm just... more annoyed at the Zurich game, though, than this. I feel way more yeah. angry about the Zurich game than yeah, that. I get and that. people would say, though, oh, well, but no, again, we lost in the right way. But again, yeah, like it's disparity in quality. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the big thing for me. Like, there always needs to be context but, for it. But that's that's the takeaway. The, the selection is unforgivable. I think I, I definitely disagree on the selection. Then a, a few things happen quite quickly. Uh, the Fiorentina keeper looks to handball it outside the box, and does, which will be a theme for this episode. Yeah, but nothing given. Nothing given. It then ends up actually at Barry Mackay who plays a ball in, finds Michael Smith, but ends up straight down the keeper. Yeah. yeah. A few minutes later, Conor Fiorentina, Luka Jovic wins it again. We're not winning headers in the box. Boring. Heads it over the bar. Uh, their centre-half, Igor, pushes forward. <laughs> oh, and can I just say, I've seen many an opposition player at Tynecastle. I genuinely believe that Igor fella is one of the biggest I have ever seen. He was huge. In every single sense. His legs were like tree trunks. He was absolutely enormous. I was thinking, this guy is a brick shithouse. If I was a Josh Janelli or a Lauren Shanklin, <laughs> sort of on that side, I'd be I'd be looking round after the first challenge just saying, take me off. I'd be kidding on Adahami. <laughs> Not a chance would I be wasting my evening getting kicked up and down the park by him. And he can play a bit as well. Yeah. He looks a top player. I knew nothing about him. I think everybody had kind of spoken about the fella in the middle of the park, Bonaventura. Yeah, Bonaventura. Luka Jovic, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that fella at the back, I was very, very impressed. Definitely. He he just kind of drives forward, hits a shot of Gordon from the edge of the box, but Gordon tips it round. And then, interestingly, that was in the 20th minute. Up until then, their goal, 
their second goal in the 41st minute, I actually felt for that 20 minute period, we still didn't get as many touches, but I felt we immediately, I don't know what happened. I think in that period of time, Cochrane did that press that made everybody like get up and stand on their feet. I mean, that, that speaks volumes in itself. Yeah, do you know what? Alex Cochran, I I didn't perhaps give him the necessary praise last season. I know that you were absolutely delighted with him and there was countless others. Yeah, we get it. But I There wasn't think, countless others. There was like me and two others who was doing it. No, there was a couple. But anyway, this season, he's developing into one of my favourite players. He's our uh, player of the uh, season so far. Oh, Without a shadow of a doubt. Particularly from a defensive standpoint. Um, yeah. Because uh, what what I will say is, Cochrane's still a young defender, and that's pretty clear when you watch him. But in terms of getting stuck in, I think he's perhaps the most likely in our entire squad that will be. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say eager to roll his sleeves up, but he wears short sleeves, so that's a daft analogy. I was going to say he never shies away or hides from a tackle. Loves getting stuck in. And he just does his job really well. Can pick out a pass as well from the back. One of few players that actually looks to get it forward rather than dicking about with it or going sideways or back to Craig or whatever. I actually think he's one of the few in our defence that looks to play forward because he knows that perhaps he's not as gifted on the ball as somebody else. But loves a tackle, loves getting stuck in. Uh, and yeah, he's just, he's just everywhere. And that, to me, just epitomised it. How can the left centre half be the guy that presses the opposition goalkeeper. It reminded me of Andy Robertson, where there's that clip where he does it for Liverpool. And the whole crowd, like you say, everybody gets up for it. Where the hell was that from Andy Halliday at left wing back, Kiermaer Soglu or Grant in the middle of the park? The midfield was non-existent. I thought Kiermaer was all right. Off. Again, so like... Keo, I made notes on um, Keo and Cochrane. Funnily enough, you've just mentioned them there. Um, so Cochrane won one hundred percent of his aerial duels, which was quite interesting. I was, and he's I was not the largest either. No, yeah. um, he had he had he, he definitely struggled with um, his ground duels because he was the, the player he's up against was Luka Jovic, and Jovic yeah, was kind of just right. yeah. But exactly. if anything, I'd expect him to struggle more against Jovic in the air. Than, yeah. a, than on the deck so again 100%. that sort of plays back into what I was saying but on you go um, on the flip side Keo made 6 recoveries in the first half alone which was more than any player in the entire game uh, his pass accuracy was 81% uh, his long ball pass accuracy was a bit less but obviously that's because you're just relying on Shankland or Gino to run onto it and get it and they're up against that big guy Igor again um, shelling it long all the time well have you seen the graph that made its way around today no, on social media. It was a graph that showed, I think it was the Premiership, Championship and League One teams, I think. And oh, actually, no. Pers- I did see this because the East Kilbride assistant shared it. Yes. Yes, so, sorry, I did see this. We actually play the fifth least amount of long balls in the to- in the three leagues in Scotland. What does that say about Scottish football? Greenock Morton played 25, 25% of Greenock Morton's passes are long balls. That's incredible. Imagine I know we're speaking about Hearts Fiorentina. Four passes just being lumped long. Yeah, that's insane. If I was Dougie Emery, admittedly I've not got much here, but I'd be tearing it out. <laughs> I really would. One in four. 
Um, but yeah, I thought there was issues with Keel in terms <coughs> of he was getting overrun, but I think that's because they had three in the middle, we had two, and both of them are quite static. They're not like Devlin, little balls of energy. He's not the quickest big Keel, is he? No, exactly, because that's not, he's a six. Like, that's his role as a six is to just it, break uh, up play and play it. I'm not, I'm not going to be too critical because then I'll look to be a hypocrite. But so far, I just see a younger Peter Haring. That to I me think, is more than enough. I'm I, buzzing I, with that. I, I, I don't, I don't think he takes quite as long on the ball as Big Pete. Maybe did on Sunday, but I've enjoyed Kiel so far. I, I, I've enjoyed him so far, and he can, he can turn it around. But for me, I'm yet to be impressed. As I am with George Grant, if I'm honest, I'm just going to come out and say it. Everybody's, I'm very unimpressed with George Grant. <laughs> like for the supposed money that we've paid. What has he actually done? He was he was good everybody, against Tranmere in pre-season. Everybody was talking about, uh, was it one of the? Wasn't the Derby Easter Road or maybe maybe it was the Ross County game saying that his delivery was good? I, it was I'm the Ross to, County game when he came. The Ross on. County game. I'm yet to see a decent delivery, and I'm I'm not I'm not as impressed as certain others. I'm I'm really not. I'm I think the, I think the middle of the park's another problem issue honest to god I'm just waiting on my Congolese king getting back I miss him so much I don't think we can rely on him because I no. worry I worry no. that what his injuries done to him I'm, I'm just terrified I hope he's a John Suter where he just comes back and seems like fine like his game hasn't been affected I'm terrified yeah, his, his game's heart affected down, signs for a new club and then gets injured for them yeah That'd yeah yeah exactly yeah I'm, I'm really worried about Benny's injury that he does come back not the same player. We won't oh, know until don't, he comes back. Don't. I'm depressed enough. Please don't. Like, why, anyway, why would you even suggest that? To con- to contribute to your depression, Fiorentina got a second goal right before the end of the half. <laughs> um, Kalani scores an acrobatic volley after Jovic does quite well to put pressure on defence from the left-hand side. And yeah, I-, I think Gordon should do better here. Interesting. Of, I mean, of, um, of of Craig Gordon's past performances within certainly this last week, this is the one that you pick fault with? Yeah, because I think he's had his three worst games for us in a row. I think Rangers, Chile. Yeah, like, yeah, yes. Absolutely outstanding at Far Park. Yeah, I know. It's so, and that's the thing, I don't think many people are going to criticise Gordon as much because, yeah, it's like, well... We've got a whole. We've got all this other side of like how many points he won us last season. So I think it's pretty fair that he doesn't I mean, get I, the same level of criticism. Uh, that that probably speaks volumes to me about the state that we're in. If the club captain, the most experienced player in the squad by a country mile, is not performing to his best, then we're as good as done. Well, we were done at that point because then they knew we scored again. Howard was totally started <coughs> and allows Kawami again to get our ball back across. Ends up at Gordon's feet. We then have our main chance uh, just before the end of the half where Howdy crosses the ball at the box, the ball's fumbled, but then Gino can't get it past the keeper. I, I actually I agree with Jimmy Sanderson where it's not a good save, it's a bad shot. Yeah, he's got to score. Yeah, I got to he, score across the keeper. That, that was right in front of me again. Like, if we get into the break at 2-1 down, yes, we'll who knows what's going to happen. I've had a mountain to climb at yeah. 2-0 down. 
but we've seen actually I can't believe I'm about to praise the squad here we've seen them come from two down albeit mm-hmm. as you alluded <laughs> yeah. to earlier it's not quite the same calibre of opposition yes. however it can be done 2-1 going into half time is a far different team talk than 0-2 very much so but, but wasn't to be... of course Amos's so that was effectively that that was, uh, that was the only Hearts chance, sorry to, to keep continuously cutting you off, that was the only Hearts chance that the BT Sports highlights package showed. British Telecom yeah. showed one British team's highlights in a European match when they're playing at home. Wow. Wow. Uh, then, second half starts. Ha- Halliday, <coughs> I, I do not understand why people keep telling Halliday to shoot. Why the crowd keeps seeing it? How is it? It's, you have that. It's the derby. It's no, literally I, I, the derby. No, I, that I, I'd, ra- I'd rather him than a couple others. I, I mean, would if, not. I I think in this squad, or sorry, in that starting eleven, I think he's probably fourth, fifth on my list. Barring Keo, is last for me. No, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Because Gino's a natural. All the forwards should be ahead of him. So Shankland, Mackay, Gino Shankland, should all be a forward. Shankland and Mackay definitely are. Josh Janelli, Jury's still out. Well, Gino scored more goals for us, so I have the guy that scored more goals. Okay, Grant but, I mean, should. But, but I mean, he does play as a winger. Andy Halliday's played everywhere. Yeah, but he wasn't then. He was playing left wing back. I've seen him score more from. Well, I've seen him score a fair few goals from left wing back. No, I think two. Saint Mirren. Wasn't he playing centre mid then? Mm, no, I think he was on the left of a back. I cannot remember that far back. Oh, look, anyway, I just remember the I, goal. I think he's got a better eye for goal than Josh Tinelli. There. I, I don't. Said it. <laughs> I there, don't. I, said it. I think the guy. I think Gino scored three times a better goals this holiday. I don't think. I, I think I Gino expect, scored I, nine. In fairness, Did Gino scored nine? I, I would expect a forward player to. Wait, has Aldi scored three? I've got no idea, mate. I don't have these figures to hand. I'm not London Hearts. But anyway, the point I was going to make, Mackay, Shankland, and maybe Kingsley from a set piece. So Halliday's probably fourth on my list. No, I'd put Smith above him as well. Oh, you're joking. Smith scored like 12 goals for us or something. Smith's been here for bloody ages. Yeah, but most of them have come from edge of the box as well. So actually, in that exact situation, no, Smith has scored no, most I'm of his goals. That. I'm not having but, that. But Halliday's fourth on my list, definitely. Um, then the game's definitely done, as Lewis Nielsen, who was absolutely horrific all night, um, again, I'm not going to hold it against him because no, he's come 19 on, come and he's exact, up against a, a ridiculous exactly, level of standards. Context. He's up like, against a fifty million pound striker. Fifty five million pound. If we'd have got our finger out our arse since John Souter was leaving for Rangers in bloody January, we could have actually had a right sided centre half. Surely a right sided centre half is easier to find than a left sided one, but we'll go for the left sided one because he's know. Australian and we've had a fifty percent success rate when it comes to Australian that's that signed. And he's for been the best Australian years. that we've signed in fairness. Okay. You can't I mean, insult Kai Rolls in this. No, Kai Rolls no, is no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm happy with Kai Rolls, but we needed Kai Rolls and or another, probably and another, on that right hand side. Jink, by the way, a part of this. This is a slight Kai Rolls tangent. Jink, Kai Rolls, regardless of being a left side centre half, the plan was to play him 
in the probably, right sort of probably. <laughs> no one else can set up. Definitely. Yeah. But do you like, think it's a right? It looks cool because he shifts back from the right hand side onto his left foot, and we just keep possession in amongst the back three, stroke four, stroke five. That does sound good. Fuck off. I'm in favour of that. Oh, do me a favour, you can <laughs> me out. That'd be class. That'd be amazing. Oh, if all that'd be great. Can yeah, play just ball. watching Halkett to Kingsley to Rolls back to Gordon. Oh, we might branch out to Cochrane at left wing back. And then he plays a raker of a ball. And we're in. That's the game plan. Oh my god! Honestly, it's actually but, it's actually like I'm sat next to Robbie. Anyway, it's definitely a red. Oh, without a doubt, he's last man. I, I don't understand the, the discourse by the, by the around it. Law, it's a red card. Yeah, I don't get it. But anyway, you apparently missed it, but then two minutes later, Humphreys and Devlin both come on. <laughs> you just I, I, honestly, I, I honestly thought that was later on. The no. extent I went to, to get to this game and the pricks decided to not even turn up after, what, three minutes? So, Do one hearts. That then was probably our best period because Humphreys is good <laughs> and people judged him after a game and were Hold very long to do so. Yeah. It's our best period because they've not even had to break sweat. They're two zip up, cruising. No wonder we're getting back in the game. Why Why did we miss the key point here? The game was done. That was it. Yeah, but you can I, focus I, on I like them Stephen, as positives. I like Stephen Humphreys, but the guy's not coming off the bench to I net a hat-trick against Fiorentina and turn the tie in our favour. Well, he nearly did. Uh, because he yes, went in a really nice run. But he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he went in a really nice run, though. So let him have it. In fairness, I, I actually do really like him. We'll get on to yeah. the Kelly game. But <laughs> yeah. Wigan must be absolute world beaters. I'd love to see who they have up I've front. S- I've seen a lot of Wigan fans raging this weekend. Is it that boy Callum Lang that was at Motherwell? Oh, I did, Ken. Uh, they must Wigan. be unbelievable if he's not getting the game. Well, Humphreys goes on a great run, but then keeps getting shut down, can't eventually... Uh, get a shot off. Gordon then saves an effort from Jovic. Uh, Sapanara, is, nice. is that how you say it? Fires Good. well over inside the box. And then the third goal comes in the 78th minute because I realise we've spent ages on Fiorentina. Humphreys gets the ball and it's like a game where just suddenly 10 people are around him. Because clearly Fiorentina went, right, he is their main positive. Let's just... Forget about Mark and the rest of their team. Let's just mark him. They they were like they were like me looking at that boy Igor. It was like oh yes, the size of this fella, and he's quite yes. quick and oh yeah, uh, he's a bit exactly. of a he's a bit of a handful. So he can't do anything. He loses the ball to eight guys at once. They then break in a four on two. It's played across the face Make of the their box. numerical advantage count. Something that we've done yeah. once, I think, in twenty four years, and that was away to Riga. And Luka Jovic passes it calmly. It's actually a really good finish because he's like sliding. Um, I I, I do love when a team gets hit on the counter. It just uh, there's something that is aesthetic. You just stood up and applauded and got the shit kicked out. I I got the hell out of there, but I genuinely think because we've been so starved of it as Hearts fans, I quite like seeing a team make make it count. They've just soaked up enough pressure and then. Bang, see you later. Thanks for We coming. seem to always do it against Dundee United. I can think of like three last season where we did it. And all of them are against Dundee United. 
Manline's gone blank. Genuinely, I've, I've I remember, especially at Tynecastle, we scored two of our goals against them at Tynecastle just by breaking, and it was like Aaron Mackinnes on his own, and it's just like, oh, I've got all the time in the world here. But that was all she wrote. Three 0 Fiorentina. That's that, as far as the group's concerned, lads. <laughs> that is it uh, for me personally. It is now very much just like right, play the players that we're going to rest on against. Let's continue to talk about resting and you know not play a player when they're eligible for this game, but not eligible for our next game. I idea. obviously I'm not going uh, to Florence, so I don't care about your enjoyment. So I would just be oh, playing wow. GMS. Oh, yeah, that's. I'd be that's playing lovely. GMS and all that. Yeah, thanks. You and Henderson. Yeah. It's not like Hunters of Hearts fans have forked out hundreds of pounds just to go and watch us in a game that we've got absolutely no chance of winning. And that yeah. is your attitude. Wow. I actually Yeah, I'm not one of them. I thought you were for the working man, McIver, but it's evident to see that that's... I am. I'm the case. working man who's not got enough money to go. I'm the proper <laughs> working man in this um, Yeah, I genuinely would. I'd be, like, prioritising the league. So, like, we've got Aberdeen this weekend. So I swear to God... Like, if I couldn't get any angrier enough at the manager, if I see Gary McKay-Steven in that starting 11 in Italy, I, I genuinely I think, I'll, so I'll, badly. I think I'll make my way to Bologna Airport there and then. I want I really it so would. badly. Just for you. Just to annoy you specifically, I want and just it see him so like badly. leap up for a header that he's got absolutely no desire or chance of winning. It'll be class. But yeah, that, that was great. Sorry, uh, sorry. Before we get on to Kilmarnock, this mm. is where my perception in the last week has really changed. Because I'm angry. If you if you can't already tell, <laughs> I can't help believe it's taking you forty minutes to say it bluntly. We were all waiting for it because we were so calm prior. Because literally, I, I'm actually starting to think that this squad are on the wind up or don't appreciate. Like Hearts, genuinely as a as a football club. I firmly believe that Hearts don't appreciate the fan base that we actually have. The efforts that people go to. I've seen a good 50 different routes for people getting to Edinburgh, to Florence, this week. And I swear, if they don't even put in 100 per- 100% should be a minimum requirement for me. But if anybody thinks about sacking it off, I'm not interested. Don't care who you are. And no I just player think, does that though. No player goes I'm, out going, I can't be arsed. I, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm remaining tight-lipped, I'm not so sure. But At our level, no one was, does. Literally, I I came back, worked the Friday, early morning down here. I thought I'll leave, got back down here for half past 12, submitted some uni work, because admittedly that was my fault and it was due for 12 <laughs> o'clock the next day when I finished my shift. So I literally slept from one half one, got up at half past three for work, was practically suicidal on the drive into work thinking, this is shite, that wasn't worth it last night. How pish was that? Honest to God, if those pricks even saw what me and countless other folk do to go and watch them play and play as poorly as that, Again, still can't wait I, for Florence. It'll be great. I'll be in the I last row of pals. It'll be fantastic. I think context is very much required to this. Like as you said, we're up against a fifty-five million-pound striker, Bonaventura, who has won the Serie A, Amrabat, who's played in the Premier League. Like 
you said the biggest guy you've ever seen play at Time Castle. Yeah, it's so routine for the MacIver. But of course it is, because th- this We're is hearts. like us playing East Kilbride. Funny enough. It's like, it's that equivalent. Or us right. playing oh, when we play Dock and Lake. Need, need like, to bounce back after the weekend, I'm not so sure. But this is the thing. I totally Beat understand. Blue Brazil, what a time to be alive. I totally understand frustration, anger, but I think it all needs to be contextualised because that wasn't even our strongest 11. That was actually nowhere near our strongest 11. So, so who's at fault then? Because we... No one's at I, fault. No, 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 there doesn't actually, need to be a fault. No, but we actually thought that we had a decent transfer window. Is that is but, that not the case? Have we not but, have we not had as good a transfer window then, evidently? The best player we signed in the window has only been able to play three games. And that's, that's a pretty Kai, and that's Kai Rolls. That's Kai Rolls. That's a pretty big one. Right, so Shankland, okay. Shankland has been fine. Like in recent weeks he's been off it. It's been started service in recent weeks. Definitely, but as we'll now get on to, he also did not take advantage of chances that he had as well. Because Humphreys uh, has been no, strong to service. On. You're not you're not picking out Shankland in and amongst this squad, surely. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there is context to Shankland where I'm not going to pick it out um, because looking at the team, we're not playing to his strengths. But also, like Alan Forrest, I think he's been not excellent, but I think he's been very good so far for us, Alan good. Forrest. Right. But other people totally disagree. Like, look at Twitter and see that people are like, Alan Forrest has been terrible for us. Who said Alan Forrest has been terrible for us? My dad has been very unimpressed with Alan Forrest. He hasn't said he's been terrible, he hasn't said he's been shit, but he's been like, he's not doing it yet for me. Has Graham been on the smack? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, we played Kilmarnock with this team. I, I this agree. team, without our two records, as I said this, because there's an account, I feel bad. I, sorry, in probably the only winnable fixture this month. Mm, uh, aside two. from Riga at home. Oh, I forgot that was this month. One of three. What's um, the other one? I think Ross County is winnable with the way they're playing this season. Mm. I'm not saying we will win it, but I think it's winnable. Yeah, um, also, I have no idea what to make of Aberdeen. Win. We'll get to them now. They because pish, but they'll still do us. Oh, you're going well, to go around the grounds, sorry. We'll go around the grounds. Sorry. Because Calm down. It, was, it was an interesting weekend of oh. Scottish football action. God bless the cinch. Love her. <laughs> right. So, Celtic, in an interesting game, is one way of putting it against St Johnston, who equalised in the last minute and then somehow just go, actually, Dre Wright, I'm just going to sit oh. and go, I've really hurt my leg, lads. My leg's in so much pain. And allow Celtic to get a winner. He has to have had Celtic on his coupon. Don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Um, Hibs continued their tactic of only play against 10 men, and it inexplicably keeps working. And they won 1-0. Ross County, actually speaking about them, got a 1-0 win against Livingston. <laughs> Probably going to rerun just as we come up yeah, to town. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rangers confidently beat St Mirren, who cares about that. And then the biggest shock of the weekend was Dundee United get the first league win by absolutely hammering Aberdeen 4-0. What did you make of those results? Uh, yeah, I said about Trey Wright. And obviously, Celtic missed listen, a load of chances and St Johnston, you got it back to one all, and you still pissed it away. Listen, we've still got time in this podcast, so anything can happen, so I'm not going to say anything, I'm just going to factually state 
that Dundee United are one 0 up against Hibs currently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, there is only nice. it, it has only been playing for twenty nine minutes. Interesting. I actually so. fancied Hibs to win that, so that's quite good. Um, sorry. Hibs are dominating though. Oh, of course they are. Talking about the yeah. weekend. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go back uh, to that. Hamel ball. I can't work out. Motherwell Motherwell must be the most infuriating Scottish club to support so far this season (laughs) because they're either world beaters or rank. Um, Can't wait for Ryan Porteous to leave Hibernian on a free transfer. That is going to be some buzz. I don't Um, think that's going to happen. Do you not? No, I think he's going to sign. I don't think so. I think he's off. Um, (laughs) Hopefully. Um, You're just saying that so that hopefully you're proven wrong. (laughs) <laughs> um, Rangers uh, I had to win 3-0 so shock Fashion Sakala has to add one in injury time just to spite me actually injury time goals were just a common theme of my predictions yeah. this week because I had 2-0 Celtic uh, albeit they had to eventually nick the winner like I say uh, yeah Rangers what was the other Saturday game uh, Livingston Ross County I had Levy to beat comfortably beat Ross County because they yeah, were in dire so. form uh, and looking back at the highlights probably should have done uh, noticed me David Martindale was raging saying that he was adamant that Livingston dominated the game I would not like to go into him in an angry dressing room um, Dundee United Aberdeen <laughs> absolutely tremendous um, but obviously talking about our game I can't really slate Ross McCrory's own goal even though it is an absolute beauty um, yeah I- I'm not going to slate Aberdeen either because we know what's around the corner yeah. and that only results well in done. one thing. You're learning. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just us on the Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, so, uh, we made again, more changes. what a great TV deal we have, can I just say. Because why would you make a game broadcastable in North America when, of course, what you're wanting to do in the States is watch Dundee United Aberdeen. Instead, you could have had a game on the Sunday uh, for those that actually stay and live in Scotland, but no, why not? Well, Robbie Nielsen made changes. Lewis Nielsen came out. Obviously, Devlin that was suspended. Card. Yeah, Devlin was suspended uh, for the league game, so Snodgrass came in and Humphreys came in and Atkinson came in for Smith. We lined up in a 4-2-3-1, according to BBC, which I actually do think is basically right. Gordon, Halliday at left-back, Cochrane and Kingsley as the two, Atkinson right-back, Keogh and Snodgrass as the two in the middle, Humphreys, Mackay and Forrest in behind Shankland. And um, immediately, it should be 1-0. Because Barry Mackay has the miss of the season. Keogh picks the ball up in the middle of the park plays a nice ball through to Shankland who does the most unselfish thing the right thing to do and just much like how Luka Jovic scored their third uh, on Thursday night just passes it across the face of the box you can see Snodgrass about to shoot and then suddenly stop because evidently he's had a shout of Barry's and Barry Mackay misses from six yards not just misses he puts it over the bar I've got one question for you Adam does Barry Mackay need time out the side? Yes. Yeah, he does. Fair play. That... Oh. It summed up his current confidence oh and form. God! It was literally up the other end and we could all see how much of a sitter it was. That... I couldn't believe it. Neither could I! 
<laughs> Neither could I. Literally, they were released by Kilmarnock as a team. So he's got something of a point to prove against Killian. I didn't even know that. Oh, there you go. That's a little bit of knowledge. I that makes it worse. Quiz question. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> How? How? That, oh, that's, that's, that is up there. That has to be. That's up there with Palm again against us. Is that with GMS against Inverness? Oh, or was it Dundee? I think I think it was Dundee. Or was it against Dundee? Oh my I can't god! Somebody, but yeah, I, I, I'm a massive fan of Snodgrass. Then raging at Lauren Shanklin. Rightly, rightly. rightly. <laughs> but that was all Barry. Mc... That, I genuinely might think that that was Barry McKay's last touch of the ball. Yeah. Well, he plays a nice. Given... He, he's involved in the goal. Is he? Yeah. I don't even... What goal? I'll Second. explain. We'll get to it. We'll it's not the first because no. that's a it's the brilliant first. ball from from Snodgrass. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. If he's so, the one that gives it back to Snodgrass and claims this hockey assist, then that is literally it. The fuck is a hockey assist? Is that not when you like play the? Do you mean the you second assist? assist? Yeah, you assist the assister. Yeah, I didn't. Is that what that's called? A hockey assist. That's that's a tangent that will go down. But you you nip and say what you well, want to say. Basically, we actually played pretty dominantly for the first kind of 25 minutes as Haldi runs into trouble in the middle of the park but then a free kick's given in our way Shanklin wins a header for the corner but heads it into the ground and then Hemmings just clears, uh, claims it very easily Snodgrass drives forward in the 20th minute plays it Mackay who lofts a ball in for Humphreys at the back post but Humphreys just can't get it either way he just ends up at seeing it into the Right into Hemmings' hands. Can I just say, I, I saw folks say that was a sitter. I think that's harsh. I think it's harsh to call it a sitter. It's a chance he could and should do better with, but it's not mm-hmm. a sitter. No, I wouldn't say that's a sitter. But he's getting it in the right places, which is great. That's that's what you want from him, because that's kind of been like the one thing that he's not been able to do yet. He's, he's been the guy driving us forward. Is he's that not his been the guy receiving. No, not at all. Right. I don't not think so at all. No. I think that's him being asked to play a role that he's perhaps not all that familiar with that's um, very fair I, I, I like I say we'd be as well just talking about him now I really like Stephen Humphreys I really like Stephen Humphreys as I, well I, re- I really do I think he's I think he's got just about everything yeah and now he's got end product as well which was the, yeah, kind of the that, main stumbling block yeah that was sort of the only questionable thing he's big he's strong he's quick he hassles, he brings others into play. Yeah. I, again, I can't... Like, Wigan must be outstanding. Well, I saw the, go- the goal we will get to was being shared on Twitter and Wigan fan pages started sharing it and every one of the tweets had replies going, this is why we shouldn't have let him go. By accounts, he's done really well for Hearts. We clearly need him because they seem to be struggling up front. A lot of their goals seem to be coming from midfield. And they're just like, we don't have a striker, who, and he's who we need. And in fairness, loads of the fan base were quick to sort of slag off Joe Savage and Robbie Nielsen with sort of chucking the desperation tag at it. And there was various people that came out and said, it appears as though or we've been tracking Stephen Humphreys for a little while now. Obviously, a situation has come up whereby Liam Boyce has got injured and we felt as though it's necessary to make our move. I actually do believe that. I feel as though this has so been in the works for some time. I don't I don't think there is any hint of desperation about it because they've clearly done their research 
unknown that whilst he's been starred at game time, there is a player in there. Um, so he's too suited to the system for it to be a coincidence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan. I, I'd quite like to see him start on Thursday, actually. So with that, I fully, fully agree. Uh, Keo and Snodgrass within ten seconds of each other. Both misplaced passes that leads to a chance which is easily claimed by Gordon, but then Gordon just chucks it straight to Jordan Jones, who cuts it back to Alan Power on the penalty spot. But he should do, but Cochrane excellently jumps in front of it and blocks it out for a corner. By this point, I was screaming my lungs out because I just, I, I don't care who's between the sticks. I have PTSD. I'm not a fan of modern day football and this obsession with playing out from the back if you've got the personnel by all means crack on go ahead be my guest the minute that you don't and you continue to dick around with it at the back it only leads to problems as we see in this very game we clearly don't have the personnel available to be passing around at the back minus one or two Stephen Kingsley is playing on the right uh, right centre half this is a guy that's a default left-back by trade. Andy Halliday, supposedly a midfield player, playing at left-back. Alex Cochran, left-back by trade, playing left-centre-half. Why persist and be adamant to play it out from the back? Both our goals come from a long ball, so I might have slagged it off earlier, but it's proved beneficial here. So then play play long balls over the top. If we don't like the surface and we constantly moan about the surface, why are you insistent on playing it on said surface? Go long oh. and then obviously the free kick that that's that's just chance. A set piece that's poorly cleared, whatever. But I I just it winds me up. I think with our current personnel, sending it long constantly is even worse. Because now, with the exception of Humphreys, if we play him through the middle, yeah, we don't sorry. have anyone who can do I'll anything with that. that. I'll caveat that. If it's Shankland up front on his own, don't bother playing long balls. Yeah, And also, but we're up against Ash go, Taylor. But yeah, because that's food and drink to him. But yeah. if you're playing both Shankland and Humphreys, which I've actually voiced for a wee while that I'd quite like to see, mm-hmm. then flick-ons. The hearts, hearts are built on... Look, how am I wording this? Hearts have never been a possession-based team. Ever. Like, ever. Hearts have been big, physical, a target man up top, runners about them. Or successful Hearts teams have tended to be that way. So, why not just stick to what we're supposed to be good at? Because that's not how football works anymore. But why? Because the game's evolved past that, even at our level. Not to the extent of the top level. It's not like it, you can't do it, because you can do it. But why what is, it's why meant... Why is two up top a dying breed? Because it doesn't work as much anymore, because defenders just now get to go, especially with three at the back. Defenders just go, right, we'll put two centre-halves there, and then we've got a floater set back Hold deep. on a second. You... We were both calling out for 3-5-2 in the championship, or is that just because it's a lower level? It's a championship, so you can do whatever the fuck you want there. You can play a six at the back, a six up front, and if you're competent, you'll get out that league. And then you'll it's a still terrible be, league. I mean, you'll have a good couple players more than you perhaps should, so that's, yeah, nice. Like, well, the point the is... Six up front. No, I mean like either. I don't <laughs> mean together. Joking, <laughs> the championship, as we 
explained the entire time we were there is a terrible league that is no, that has no good teams in it, with the exception of whoever gets relegated most times, because they tend so to be no, all right. no good teams in it whatsoever. So no, exactly. But when we went down, even though there was games where we didn't come, we, like, we didn't look like we knew what we were doing, we were still winning 3-0. Because it's like, as long as you vaguely have talent, you're going to do all right there. At now the level we're at, it's very hard to just play 4-4-2. It just doesn't work, that, especially because... If you have two up top, it means you sacrifice one in the middle. Most teams play with three in the middle of the park, so you get completely overrun in the middle of the park, and your two up top are just isolated. I think we are. I'd like us to play three. I want. I like us when we play three. Who would your three be? If everybody's fit, Mm -hmm. my three would be on like form. Let me guess. Let me guess. Oh, if everybody's fit. You if everybody's you, you have Keo and Devlin as two nailed on. Right. And I was going to say if everybody's fit, you maybe chuck Benny Beningame in there. I think that's too defensive unless you're oh, playing... Oh, that's good. I'm pleasantly unless surprised. Unless you're playing Devlin advanced. I'd play Devlin... Like a mad bastard. Yeah, but he's bad when he's in the box. <laughs> he can't score. I'd want a three with like uh, one of them I'll being a ten. That. I'll pass that on. Yep. I mean, look at the evidence, Cami. It's it's there. <laughs> the guy would not even see your only heart is cold in person. Exactly. Um, I'd probably play Devlin, Benny, and then Shankland in the 10 with Humphreys, Mackay and Forrest as a front three. See, I don't mind that. Because Shankland see, that's would a be three. a runner. Yeah, yeah that's a three. But that's, that's technically a two, isn't it? I mean, Lawrence no. Shankland isn't a ten. No, because I wouldn't. Wa- I'd want him as a ten. I wouldn't want him overlapping with Humphreys. He's I'd want him. Ten. Well, then you play Humphreys as the ten, and Shankland is the number nine. Humphreys wins flick-ons from a ten. I just, I, just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hear debates with regards to Rangers team selection that they should go Cholak and Morelos up front. I don't think that would work. Is that just because of personnel that people? Yeah, are I don't think that would out? work. Trollac clearly works really well when he's on his own and can lead a line. And, and in fairness, if you're taking it back to the heart squad, we don't. We right wing backs a problem area because everybody's yet yeah. to be convinced by Nathaniel Atkinson and Michael Smith Everton doesn't have the legs. Yeah. Well, so there really is a following hearts, honestly. Right at the end of the first half, there's a potential penalty shout from Alex Cochrane, which he tries to pass it back to Gordon, doesn't get the contact, so he puts his hand on Blair Alston. Killer Furious. Looked it to me, to be honest. I can't lie. But when you were there, obviously, in Looked the in me. the moment, I thought it was, but then you see the replay, there's no shirt pull, there's no grab. Oh, okay. He just he just puts his physically he just puts his hand on him and Alston falls back. I so I think the referee's got that. Honestly, spot I can't. On. I can't bear to watch this game back. Uh, and then, it second half comes. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and Remarkably, it's nil-nil at half-time. Somehow, inexplicably, it's nil-nil at half-time. Yeah, because both sides had really good chances. to. D- yeah. I think one-all would have been a better yeah. result. Potentially. Yeah. Actually, yeah. in fairness though, their two chances we dealt with very well. The only reason we didn't go ahead in the break is because Barry Mackay's poor finishing. I... I I genuinely don't even think we did a great deal after Mackay's. No, not at all. But Mackay's is such a big chance that it's like oh, you should he, be scoring. He, oh, that. he has to score. Yeah, but in terms of Kelly opportunities as well, yeah, 
They didn't do that much. But then they did something immediately as the second half started. As it's a corner, another free header. Chris Stokes ends up scoring it because it just kind of pinballs around the place because we lose the initial header. It's 1-0 Killy. It's another ball that, into the box that we've not won that Halkett isn't there for. <laughs> or Rolls isn't there for. Chris Stokes doesn't even start for Killy at centre-back. In or, fairness though, he, he literally to. falls into it. Like, it isn't like a great hit or anything. How, how does Kieran McSoggley not clear it as well? Because his foot gets stuck. I've watched it back and his foot, he literally goes to swing and his foot gets stuck and he looks down at his foot as if like, is my foot just broken? <laughs> like, why is my foot not working? And it comes across and as a result then ends up at Chris Stokes' feet. And Gordon and Cochrane are trying to keep it out the goal, but ends up going in. And if that was bad enough... Then, disaster for Craig Gordon, as Andy Halliday plays an interesting, I'll say that, back pass to him. Because, La- because, why, because why would we look forward, as, as hearts do? Why? Lafferty nearly gets on the end of the back pass. Lafferty's like a yard away from touching it on his foot. But ends up at Gordon's feet. His foot gets stuck in the turf. Or do you call... Yeah, Astro turf. And yeah, it is a turf. Yeah. Lafferty just tackles it into the net. And it's 2-0. And at this point, you're like, well, that's the game done as well. That's it. There's an, half an hour left. I was, a, I, was actually, I was actually meaning to chuck out a tweet beforehand saying, which... <laughs> which Kilmarnock centre forward that previously played their football in Edinburgh is the most likely to score against Hearts today? And I was going to run a little Twitter poll and have Ollie Shaw, Christian Doidge, Kyle Lafferty, because uh, it was just it was inevitable. Gone. Yeah, oh, but then, but not, but, but obviously then. I wouldn't have wanted to. Well, hold on, is it? Oh no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Don't just cover over this Gordon mistake as though it's nothing. It's an absolute howler. Yeah, but I he's got bread in the bank. Uh, so yeah, exactly. Died. So died. And 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 he bails very... out on numerous occasions, virtually every week. Everybody, everybody says that you dread to think where Hearts would be without Craig Gordon. Blah 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 blah. We know he's Scotland's number one best goalkeeper in the country. Rah, 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 rah. But, Xander Clark's here now, though. But I'm sorry, Craig, because this is my fault. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm glad you've mentioned this. Uh, do you know what, MacIver? I'm an honest man. Sometimes in life, you just got to hold your hands up and say, do you know what? Sorry, guys. I fucked up. And ultimately, when I called out Joe Hart for his Leipzig howler... I couldn't believe you were doing that when we were about to play Fiorentina and go away yeah, to a team that we never win. Yeah, beat us. Uh, the, the, the Kelly game, I should have known, with that yeah. park. And also, sorry, talking about the first half, um, I, I admitted at half-time that I got it wrong. You didn't really ask about the selection... I wouldn't have started Sorry. Robert Snodgrass in this game. I, I certainly wouldn't have started Michael Smith. He clearly that, didn't know what he started. And, and, and I knew that Nathaniel Atkinson, well, I knew that Nathaniel Atkinson would start in place of Smith. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I was really impressed with Robert Snodgrass in that first half. I was going to get to him now and then Sorry. speak about his performance Sorry. overall. Sorry. There's Sorry. a system in this. He tailed off. He tailed off in the second half. He did. Half, but, he, but did. He, was, but he was excellent in the first. So, do you know what? Again, hold my hands up. Got it wrong. Well done, Bobby but Boy. We score through Robert Snodgrass, and this is what I was saying right at the start right of this game. Barry Mackay tracks back, wins the ball, 
and plays it to Snodgrass. Right, you can tell I've not watched the highlights back because I certainly <laughs> did not see this. I, yes. Honestly, he went missing. I was considering going to go around the Ayrshire and stick up all these posters with just his face saying, have you seen this man? Because I certainly didn't. Snodgrass, however, did see him, received the ball <laughs> and pings it to Stephen Humphreys, who I actually didn't think had a great first half. I thought he was a bit unlucky. Is more that, yeah. Well, he just wasn't getting involved. But then, it's a fantastic goal. Great takes goal. it in his stride. Doesn't just take it and trap it. He allows the ball to keep going. Hemmings rushes him. I'm a fan of that. I don't really know why Hemmings rushes out because the, the defence is still there and he doesn't yeah, have I a great angle. Yeah, I there was a couple coming back. Yeah, it was weird. But then but, one of them is Ash Taylor who is slower true. than the week in jail. So He takes it round Hemmings and just coolly passes it into the far corner Stephen Humphreys has been our best player in the last four games probably um, both since domestically. the Rangers game yeah well uh, I thought he was good when he came on against Motherwell but obviously Forrest was our best player in that game but yeah since the yeah. since the return of the yeah since the after the international yes. break so Rangers Fiorentina and now this game he's been our best player fully deserved really happy for him yeah so was and, I yeah just but there was a part of me that felt why have you got to open your account in a defeat? Like, now? <laughs> yeah. And it also was looking good from a who scored, because I had 2-1 Kelly. Um, yeah. I actually thought that we would get beat in this game. But needless to say, Natty Aka had other ideas. Well, just before that, there was three chances as Ollie Shaw receives a ball over the top. Takes actually a, a really nice touch. Gordon rushes it correctly, and he's, he's Ollie yeah. Shaw. Amazed that one of Europe's best young players can tuck that away. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Then, in the 77th minute, Atkinson does really well to hit the byline, crosses it in, Shanklin takes it on his chest, and far, not, like it's it's by a yard oh, he misses. I was right off my red, and I thought yeah. that was the one. Really lucky. And then, Shanklin fucks it, as McKay plays a really nice ball to Humphreys, Humphreys then plays a great cut back to Shanklin, and Shanklin just swings it out with his weak foot for some reason, and plays it right over the bar. And then... It's the 95th minute, the last kick of the game. Oh, hope it previously been lost. <laughs> yes, exactly. We win a free kick, kind of on the halfway line, just a wee bit ahead. The substitute, George Grant, who ironically actually did play quite well when he came on, after we've been like, he's not good. He actually I, I did all right. Ba- barely even knew that he came on until he took the set piece. And I was raging at him, because he was sticking <laughs> about with the set piece. I was like, are you going to take this? I'm at an emergency here. <laughs> Plays it up into the edge of the box. It's failed to clear. And then, to be honest, like, there's no bones about this. Our best player in the day, man of the match, Nathaniel Atkinson. I thought best in the second half, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But I'd still I still see Snodgrass overall. Snodgrass was our outstanding player in the first and Atkinson in the second. I thought Snodgrass was... Uh, I thought Atkinson was so good in the, se- the first half, though. I thought yeah. he was solid. Um, just hits probably the best shot he's ever going to hit. Oh. And edge of the box volley Evans. goes into the bottom corner. Hemings cannot move. Laurie Dunsay and Robert Worthwick have synchronised losing their shit moments. It's great. Killier furious. Atkinson loses his mind. I just want to say quickly, Atkinson to yesterday, today, as we're recording this, an interview's just come out with yesterday. him where he's very candid and honest. Yeah. And I, I thought completely fair play to him. He speaks about how 
he's dealing mentally with being literally on the other side of the world and not really playing in recent weeks because of a mix of injury, sickness, and Smith domestically has been all right. He's, he's held his own. So he's not had the opportunities he'd like. Well, that's how you do it. You, you, when you come into the team, you put in a performance like that. Really happy for him. I don't understand why we don't just play him as a winger because he cannot defend, even though he actually was all right defensively in this game. But generally, he's clearly better attacking. In January, I'd buy a new right back and just what go, about, Atkinson, you can just play forwards. What about a 3 5 2 if I'm whipping in for Humphreys to. No, because he then forwards. still has to defend. <laughs> and it's like, no. Well, just just take the handbrake off, Robbie. Fuck it. Go, let's go wild. No, no, let's not do that. But it's 2 all. We've snatched a point literally at the death. Obviously, it's not the result you want, but when you're 2 0 down. When you're 2-0 yeah. down and you score a raker in the last minute to get a point yeah. away from home, oh. you take the positives. Yeah, I know, I know what you're going to ask me. It's mixed emotions. Because looking at the rest of this month's fixtures, I can't say that I'm more yeah. confident in any of them. This was the one that we needed to win. And whilst, That's fair. Like, in the grand scheme of things, a point is essentially as useless as us getting beat, if you're asking me honestly. But... I disagree. Well... So what's the difference between us getting no points this month and one? Well, because at the end of the season, that point could be the difference between third and fourth. Could, but we don't know that for sure. Like, it might. Of course, but it it's might. better to have it. And, and I, well, I hear that. I, I, I might well be eating humble pie, but if we lose out by, say, two, then yeah, what's it matter, really? I just, but I can't It's better to have it than not have, and fairness, it, have it at all. At 2 0, we were. We look yeah. done, so I will give the boys some some praise for that. And the that's what I mean. That's amazing. Being in that in in that position initially through shit goals, individual errors that hopefully we can cut out and rectify in the coming weeks. There you we are. Put a positive spin on it in the end. And we were not helped by the referee. Who oh, missed, the linesman on the left hand side. Yeah, my who missed God. two blatant reds. Hemmings, like we said against oh. Frontino game, Hemmings just handles it outside the box. And then the worst one is Ash Taylor on Lawrence Shankland pulls him down, and you see the ref look at the linesman and be like, "Please put up your red. Please put up your flag. I'm not going to send him off. Please put up your flag." It takes about five seconds, and eventually the linesman just goes, "Okay," and he's on a mile. He's not off at all. It should be a red. But we're not. Anyway, as this comes out, you, alongside thousands of other Hearts fans, will be travelling to Florence. We've just said earlier that this is now the focus should be on the league. We're definitely not going to get anything. Obviously, whoa, you will all have whoa, a whoa, great whoa, time. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I mean, everybody... Do you think we're going to get someone in Florence? I don't think that, but, I mean, I'm a football fan. This is what I do. Why not dare to dream? Because then you just get more annoyed, like we've seen for the last hour. No, I'm not going to get annoyed at us over there. I'm annoyed at the home performance, but ultimately in Italy, anything could happen. I mean, they'll, they'll probably shag us 6-0, 5-6-0. Yeah, but that's I'm gonna definitely say, what's going to happen. I'm going to say 0-1 um, uh, Florin Shankland <laughs> with the goal. Right, I'm going to say 5-0 half-time. Half time. Um, it was 5-0 half time I might just turn around and start chatting to the fans I won't even bother yeah. watching the rest of the game but then for me the much more important game we travel to Pataudry 
great because they've got such a great record up there yeah and the dire streets that Aberdeen are in they're probably thinking oh thank Christ we've got hearts next up yeah I I don't know what's going to happen we don't know if we'll have Halkett back for that point I think if it's a touch and go I wouldn't play him because no, we need doubt. him I'd say for the Riga game there yeah definitely yep because I don't want him chucked in against Celtic either no not at all not at all Um I don't know what's going to happen. Jim Goodwin obviously isn't there. Seven is second of eight what, games. What, what just somehow miraculously claim a point or all three in Florence <laughs> and then can beat up Aberdeen? <laughs> he could Yeah. Oh, God, this football club are going to be the death of me, I swear. I'm but, actually not as angry as I previously was, remarkably. I know that it was tricky to believe. That's insane. I have, I have, I have, I have somewhat calmed down because I was buzzing. I just well, feel like I've let it all out. Honest to God, people, if 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 you're struggling in any walk of life, start a podcast, make a podcast. your thoughts. It's incredibly therapeutic. Honestly, it re- it's one of the best things I've ever done with regards to watching Hearts. It's great. Or well, you can come on. Feel free to hit us up in the DMs. If you want to get something off your chest, by all means, we'll give you that chance. Scars around the funnel have started that. So, I was about to say though we can steal their gimmick that's their thing no of course we can they're not going to notice they don't care <laughs> right so hopefully I'm going to get you angry all over again because it's a quiz <laughs> oh no doubt right again we've got have I really just said that we will claim something for yeah you have it's mental we're moving <laughs> we're def- on we're definitely done <laughs> we've got a true or false but hey if you fancy pulling it out woohoo We've got a true or false, a multiple choice, and a who am I? Great. Let's see how you do. I can't right. wait to not get the true or false, despite your 50-50 chance. <laughs> I, know. Right. I know! Every week. <laughs> right, so the first question is a historical question. Oh, Christ, because I'm, I'm brushed up on my history. <laughs> who was the first ever captain of Heart of Midlothian? <laughs> I do not have a scooby. I've got no idea. <laughs> Gary Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Gary Glenn. He's one for one. No, it was Tom Purdy, who was our captain for three years. Great. I, I, I know all about him. Yeah. I, I, I remember him playing in the 1870s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Come on, MacIver. Number two. Hey, fuck you. You with your questions where you have to get eight <laughs> things for a point. And they get seven, and it's like, no, you get none. And on that, let's travel to Pataudry this oh, weekend. Christ. <laughs> but how many goals were scored between the two sides last season? Jesus. Right. Now, you've so got an met, advantage, because it's so we less three, games. We met, yeah, we met three times in the league. Yep. We drew one each at Tynecastle. Right. So that's two. We lost 2-1 up there. Two plus three, five. And we beat Aberdeen at Tynecastle 2-0. So that's seven. Isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Nice. I, see, when I was doing that, I couldn't remember any of those games apart from the one all. I just remember Halliday's red card at Pataudry. That's oh, all I remember. Oh, shit. I remember going absolutely mental at the John Suter opener. Oh, Suter scored a penalty or yeah. something. Yeah, and I, I forgot about that. Pissed that away. Yeah. Uh, and then they were rank I couldn't remember the last scoreline but it was two yeah. it could have been five or six because they were rubbish you're one for two 
It's All respectable. Right. We'll take that. Here comes the true or false. Oh, Christ. As we are recording this, it is Andy Haldy's birthday, so I thought, well, let's get an Andy Haldy question. Oh, God. So, true or false? Andy Halliday has only played for one club more times than he has for Hearts. So, if that's weirdly worded, oh. I'm saying true or false, has Andy Halliday only played for a He's club the second most more times yeah. for Hearts than yeah. out of his career? Is that true oh or false? God. How long was he at Rangers? He was, longer, was longer at Rangers than he was at us. But I can remember him being loaned... He had a funny loan, was it not like some Azerbaijani team or something? Oh, I dickhead. Second most. Yeah, How many times it's hard to be for Bradford or Middlesbrough. He's had a load of clubs, to be fair. Mm-hmm. The second most. I am going to say that that is true. He's finally got a true or false. Yes! It's true. Come on. <laughs> is it so, only Rangers that he's played more for? Only Rangers. He's played 152 times for Rangers. For us, he's played 80 times. And wow. then there's a there's a big 80 jump times, down. Really? Yeah. There's a big jump Crazy. down to his next side is Middlesbrough with 42. Wow! If you were asking me, I'd have thought he would have played for Bradford more than he played for Middlesbrough. Bradford, he played 10 less games. He played 32 times for Bradford. Interesting. Must have only had a season. Do you remember when he was outstanding for them uh, in that Chelsea. game at Stamford Bridge? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got man of the match. Oh my God. Yeah. What a time to be alive. He was raging though because that meant he missed Josie Mourinho coming into the team, coming into the dressing room and congratulating oh, everyone because he was doing media. Yeah. I remember him telling that story. That's a killer. Anyway, you got a true or false. Here's the multiple choice. Oh. Hearts have scored 15 goals in the league this season. Uh-huh. I... At this stage last year, so game week nine, oh. how many had we scored? Was it A, 15? Was it B, 70? Or was it C, 19? Did we batter anybody really early on? Who knows? <laughs> Sure. Me. We, we played. I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Good thing. Um, we played United at Tanadice early on because I thought about the 5 2 yes, that came. That would have come after nine games, surely. I'm going to go. Because we didn't even. What did we end up on? About 54 league goals in the season? Over 38 games, it's one per game. I will say... we were. I will say this, we were one position higher than we currently are. At this point, we were fourth, we're currently fifth. I'm going to say 15 goals again. Do you think we, we've scored the exact same amount? Do I think that? Yeah, that's the least of the options, isn't it? 15 that is the least, that's yeah, A, 15. Yeah, I'm going to go 15. He's got it again, it's 15. So it's very interesting, like the perception, yeah, yeah. the perception of last season start to this season start. We scored the exact we same. We just can't amount. account for everybody else being simultaneously shit. We've also conceded way more this season. Yeah, because our defence is just we can't put a defence yeah, out. Big shift. I mean, if you're right, two at St Johnston at Tynecastle, Jesus. The who am I? Can he get two in a row? No chance. So. <laughs> I joined Hearts in a controversial contract agreement. My debut was in a 3-0 comfortable win, 
but I barely touched the ball. A description from the Evening News at the time. <laughs> I am a centre midfielder. Despite signing a three and a half year deal with Hearts, my future was brought in, into doubt only seven months after my signing. My contract was then cancelled by Hearts and on the same day as it was cancelled, I, I appeared as a trialist for an English lower league club. I have featured in Scotland, England, Argentina, Cyprus and Lithuania. Ocha. Scotland, England, Argentina, Cyprus and Lithuania, did you say? Yes. When did this player sign for Hearts? He signed for us in summer 2007. Central midfield Yes. Uh, I've got something in my head, but I don't know if it's true. To ask for the clubs, but I feel like that's... You've got one more question. Yeah, the clubs is usually a cracker, to be fair. The clubs at least leads on a path. I'll, I'll ask for their previous clubs. Fuck it. The one question I didn't work. We're going to be here for ten years. Right. right okay, that's great. <laughs> I, I won't know how to pronounce most of these. That's fine. Just as okay. a warning. Hurricane, Espoli, Benevito, Bene, Benevento, Sion, Inter Riviera Maya, Pon, Ponferradina, Talares, Defensoros de Belgrano, FBK Kaunus, Heart of Midlothian, Ayanapa, Deportivo. <laughs> no chance to leave out to say for Ayanapa. Ayanapa. Deportivo Espanol. Doc Sud. Club Social A Deportivo Liniers. Sa Saca Chispas Football Club. And Argentino de Merlo. I don't the foggiest. I thought it was going to be Bruno Aguiar or something like that, but evidently not. 2007 I'm trying to think of the strip that we'd wear in 2007 <laughs> 2006 was the Hummel then the year after that 0607 would have been the one that had the minging sort of like white bib mm -hmm. and the year after that was 0708 when we went back to Umbro I think it was I'm trying, uh, to, think of, maybe? I'm trying to think of players that would have played in this Hold game on. Let's search. Uh, yes, we were with him, bro. Yeah, thanks. It for was the. Extra clue. It was the, um, the weird one with the white lines down the side. Yes, and the collar. I often think of. Um, did Ruben Palazuelos play in that kit? Was it the collar as well? I don't know. These aren't very good oh, images. God, centre mid. Who would have been kicking a ball for us in the middle of the park back then? I do not have the foggiest. <laughs> I really don't know. 2007. Who would have signed for us from Lithuania? You had Mikulinas, Szczesnowskis, Valichka. What's it, what was, was it? Was Ivas Is that the boy's name? That was a guy that we had. 
can't remember where he played though. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. <clears throat> oh god. I realise this is a long episode team, I do apologise. <laughs> uh, I'd be inclined to go for Evas Kevichis, you know. Because I don't I can't I can't think of anybody else in and around that time. I'm assuming this bloke is Lithuanian. I know I've had my clues, so don't answer that. But I won't answer. I'm thinking in terms of logically. But then he started his career elsewhere. What was the first club again, sorry? Uh, it was... Hurricane. I don't know if I'm about H-U-R-A-C-A-N. Right, so that's South America somewhere. Is that Chilean? Is that Argentinian? It must, it must be Argentinian if that was the clue that you gave earlier. Who goes from Argentina, Argentina to Lithuania <laughs> to end up in Gorgi? How does that happen? <laughs> Argentina. I don't have a clue, mate. I really, I really don't know. I really don't you're know. Very, you're very settled on the Argentina aspect. Don't try and piss me off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be a best leader? Was best leader around that? Time. Don't like the face that you're pulling either. <laughs> right, we need surely, an answer. Surely you'd go back to Bosnia if you were best leader. I don't have a clue, mate. I am going <laughs> to say the boy you've asked because he was in my head earlier. Don't know. You're incorrect. You were right to stick with Argentina. As it is the Argentine Fernando Screpis. Who? I don't know. He played four times for us. I've never heard of that bloke in my life. Are you ready for the most Vladimir Romanov signing you've ever heard in your fucking life? Sorry, as if nine year old Adam's gonna remember this bloke having seen him play four times for us. Right, so you asked a question that I knew you'd ask, so I tricked you. You asked, you asked when he signed. Uh-huh. This is the official link, uh-huh. right? Skrepis signed a three and a half year deal with the Edinburgh club during a trial in Austria in the summer of 2007. However, it did not take effect until January 1st, 2008. You motherfucker. As Skrepis agreed to spend six months with Vladimir Romanov-sponsored FBK Kaunus before defecting to Scotland. There was nothing illegitimate about that. (laughs) Nothing at all. Nothing at all. That was never, you know, a money laundering scheme or anything like that. No. So we signed on. McIver, I've been following hearts for 20 years. I can wholeheartedly say, hand on heart, I've never heard of this bloke, ever. Neither had I until I looked up the squad and went, he's no getting him. There's no way he's getting him. Hey, you did the incoming for me. This boy's played. I've been shafted. I I thought the incoming clues were alright. I've been shafted. This boy's played five times in the first ever captain of hearts, like I'm some walking heart of a Bullion Bible, and this fella. Otherwise, he got three I, out of I five. Got, I could have got full marks in this bloody quiz. 
This is bullshit. Well, he didn't he? I even didn't got he? the true or false right. <laughs> I know, it's a usually historic moment. Oh, this is shite, man. Honestly, that geezer's going to give me nightmares, but carry on. The, the, the um, signing. So, yeah, we signed him and then we just sent him to Lithuania for six months. Then... <laughs> Did we? Act, like we didn't sign him though, did yeah, we? Yeah, like, we didn't. We did, yeah, but we didn't. Yeah, he then played five times for us between January and May, and then, as I say, he signed a three and a half year deal. And in May, it was like, we don't want you. You're rubbish. I would love then, to know who he played in these appearances. And well, he played in Vanessa. That was his debut. Oh, I remember that one. We beat them. He then we got beat two 0 against Kelly. He played against that. that I don't like, know the it other sounds three. like a stellar arts career, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then he revealed, because he just turned up at Plymouth in July 2008, and he was like, right. well, yeah, Hearts have cancelled my contract, I'll appear as a trialist. Plymouth <laughs> took him as a trialist, he said no, and then went to Ayanapa. <laughs> Love that. This, this geezer's a cult hero. I'm saying I've never <laughs> heard of the guy, but if I'd go to Ayanapa and leave Edinburgh like that... He had a he had a hair band. Oh, time. <laughs> I remember him he, well. He looked eighty three when he was at us, even though he was twenty six. I I have never. His middle name's Daniel. I've so never, it's all tied together. I've never heard of this guy in my entire life. What? So what? He was twenty six then. So he'll be in his so. forties now. Oh, he also got sent off against mother against Gretna. Gretna, Jesus, that wasn't yesterday. Oh no, no. There's a photo of him trying to stop referee John Underhill sending off Gary Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say this geezer's name was? Fernando Screpis. I've just come back onto Google talking about the hockey assist and the tangent that never was. Um, Oh yeah. An ice hockey and assist is attributed to up to two players of the scoring team who shot, passed, or deflected the puck towards the scoring teammate. There you are, so they were assisting. I know my shit. Uh, but I don't know Fernando Screpis. Spelt as it sounds. But as Adam is was, looking at the Fernando K Scrapis. rather than a C. Oh, no, sorry, it's a C. 43. It's his current team. This geezer's not no, still playing. It's from 20. The last time he made an appearance was 2017. For Argentino de Merlo. I do want McIver. I've not heard of this geezer. Come on. Geezer break. <laughs> well. We hope you've all heard of them and hope that you have enjoyed it. anybody has that, they can replace me on the pod next week. My brother got incoming, by the way. I see. Kier, you know your shit. Let's see if he gets scrapes. <laughs> if he does. Oh my god. If he, he does, does he's hosting. It's his show yeah, next yeah, week, guy. <laughs> right. Apologies for the longer episode, but there was a lot to talk about. Adam had a lot to get off his chest. A lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of wondering who Fernando Scrapis is. So I do apologise. I will be in better spirits next week. I'm anticipating two defeats, but I'm going to get pissed with my pals. He'll still be drunk when he comes home. And that's what I was going to say. Anybody that is off to Florence... uh, Give us a wee wave. We'll have a wee drink together. It'll be good. It'll be good. Looking forward to it. Not looking forward to the football. The football might ruin the trip, but it'll be good. Well, I hope you all have a great time as we get as the no, ninth, dog. the no, ninth we're, rifles we're in. That we get, you're home that we get absolutely <laughs> horsed. Well, we'll see what happens next week.
But we hope you have enjoyed it. If you have, please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice if that's how you've been listening to us. If you've been watching us on YouTube, please leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can get us on all the social media at Perth Paisley. We're also got an email, Paisley at gmail.com as well. Adam, where can they get you on social media? They can get me on the socials at Adam T. K. What are you laughing at? I don't know. I'm just not looking forward to this week. Or the week <laughs> after. Or the week after. <laughs> It'll be yourself? fine. It's going, it's going to be totally fine. We're going to win all the games and we'll end this month top of the week. We will be back next week to discuss the Fiorentina game, the Aberdeen game, anything else that's happened, see how Fernando Screpis is getting on in his personal life. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Come on now! Oh,